that's okay. Um, but first, I want to appreciate. Uh, I want to let you know, even though you were late and I was kind of perturbed, <laughs> but you're here, so I'm feeling a little bit better. The show's back on, uh, and the topic was black privilege. Um, I was surprised to see the um, the turnout as far as the voting. I mean, I didn't know what to expect, but I was surprised that so many people actually wanted to uh, listen to or hear us talk about black privilege. So when you mm-hmm. think of when you think of privilege in general, us as black people, we don't we we only hear about white privilege, right? <laughs> you mean like anyone only hears about white privilege? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's literally the only privilege that ever exists in people's heads, apparently. Yeah, and we accustomed to hearing about how the white man did this and that for 400 years and all that stuff, right? And mm-hmm. then uh, we're used to hearing about uh, white people are the only ethnic group who can be racist and no other <laughs> races racist, right? Then we said we, uh, huh? I said, apparently. Yeah, so then it's like we, black people as a whole, as a community, used to be playing the victims. Uh, we're not used to hearing black privilege. So when I looked it up, I saw an article, and it was a CNN article, actually. It was a, I'm, I'm assuming it's interviewing a white guy. The white guy said the big, biggest black privilege is Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> and on the surface, that's like the most absurd thing I ever heard, right? Because, like, if mm-hmm. there's, we, we can't get one month out of y'all, we, <laughs> y'all got the other months, we can't get one. You so, know what I'm saying? But that, that's coming to the assumption that every single month is, is white privilege. <laughs> like, don't think that's kind of silly that like people people think like, ah, oh, this is the one month I can be me right, unapologetically, right. right? Right. And then the moment February twenty eighth ends is March first says, now I'm oppressed again. Like, <laughs> so so they was kind of silly to me. The guy said, he said if. March or April or May was White History Month that they would be called racist. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just... I figure out of all the 12 months, we get one mm-hmm. and people are upset about that and they label that as black privilege. I wonder if they're upset with all the other history months. I'd like to kind of just sit down and just kind of like pick their brain to see like are they upset with like Caribbean Heritage History Month or like Native American History Month? You know, a lot of them start getting blended together as well. So, you know, I wonder if they're like upset at things like that. I, if they are, I haven't seen it. I just know that's it doesn't black. get the clicks. That's yeah, why. No, 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 no. It's black privilege. It's black history <laughs> month. I wonder, I didn't uh, do a thorough research, but what have you heard? That's labeled as black privilege. So, like, the more we talk about this, the more my mind starts to spin. The more I really stop caring about this entire topic point. Because, <laughs> like, I, I think it's all just so silly. Like, yeah. I, I guess the, the first thing to dissect is, like, the Black History Month. And it's like, yeah, this is our month. It's like, so, so what do y'all do with the other 11 months of the year? Like, are you just sad until... Black History Month? Like, so nothing, like, are black people sad? Are black people just sad until black... Like, in, in that context, like, when they say things like, nah, y'all get the other months, we get this month. Like, does that I, really affect y'all that badly, I wonder? I've seen people complain 
that, oh, they gave us the shortest month of the year. I, I've always heard that growing up. They gave us the shortest month of the year and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, it's always a complaint somewhere. Yeah, you always ever going to be satisfied. But it's just to say it's black privilege. Like, that's as a, the whole community has been oppressed, right? <laughs> so how is it that... As far as the Black Hair Student Month is concerned, how is that black privilege in correlation to, like, how people, we use white privilege in different contexts? Like, you know, like, white privilege is, like, when, I guess, if a black man commit a crime and the white man commit that same crime, but the black man get a harsher sentence or whatever, or mm-hmm. prosecution, I don't think So the that, interesting thing about that, though, is, like, it's not even that so clear cut as to that. There's also things like if a female commits the same crime, she would get less. Um, if it was a white female versus a black female, if um, if they were young or old, like there's so much that goes into how the sentencing is done other than just race. Like race is a part of it, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'll definitely yield that it is a part of it. But there's also a lot of other factors that fall into sentencing as well. Which I think is absolutely crazy. I think one of the biggest ones was um, the the privilege that no one really talks about, which is probably the best privilege in the world, is the privilege of just being pretty. Mm. Yeah, if, if you're just a pretty person, you want to die. Uh, the, the the world is your oyster. Oh, easy. I mean, think about yeah. it from go down the rabbit eight hole zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like let let's think about it from eight zero. Right. Think about it from elementary school if you can remember that far back. Right. I can't. But go ahead. Yeah, I can't, but um, there are things even I see where the pretty person is the one who generally will get first picks, is generally thought of to be positive, generally thought of as being kind and sweet and sincere and could do no wrong, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And then as time goes on, obviously, you can see what happens with the pretty people when they mature into adulthood and things of that nature of how many different avenues open up to you depending on how pretty you are. Um, the, I think the best example and usually, you know, we talk about on the female side, but let's look at the male side, right? The, my favorite example of this is that guy who got locked up, who had the really pretty eyes. I think he murdered oh, someone. He, he, the dude with the black dude with the blue. He got you know, a, exactly he got a modeling he career. A tattoo, and he has an entire modeling career flying Off of a mugshot. Yeah. Not because, you know, he has he, he earned it. Yeah, he, he industry earned or earned anything. Yeah, and I'm not saying, like, he obviously, you know, I don't know what he's done in his past, but I'm saying a point of that nature is he got this because he was pretty he got this because his chromosomes lined up in the way other people's chromosomes wish they could have lined up <laughs> that ability to go from locked up and a mugshot got you a job <laughs> yeah, to travel internationally not... as a model more. yeah that's wild and that, i think that is the wildest privilege in the world that is very underrated that no one talks about just looking pretty you you could be the dumbest person in the world and people will give their life for you <laughs> because that's, you look pretty. And that's 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 terrible. <laughs> oh, you starting to think about it now. <laughs> yeah, like just I mean I see any at work where if somebody is attractive or pretty, people would do mm-hmm. for them. Oh yeah. And hey, I, it's crazy when you think about it, right? Yeah, but then it's like if you relate it to as far as race. I've never seen anybody do for somebody because of the color of their skin. Like, mm-hmm. 
I was about to, I, I feel like I was about to uh, say something crazy, but I never seen nobody do something for somebody because of the color of their skin as far as like work related things. I have seen how certain races side with certain uh, people of their race. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah, that, that's common. just tribalism. That's just innate. Like, yeah, most so, of the time, you're, you're going to side with people that look like you or people who think like you, but look like you first and then think like you next, generally speaking. But as a but as far as to label it like this this black hair steam up is black privilege. It's just, that's the most absurd thing. Like Yeah, no, I don't well I, I can see why though, because a lot of the times if anyone is ever to speak out on any issues, especially at that time of the month, they're just immediately deemed racist. Like there's so many everything that apparently just can't be discussed in good faith because people apparently just throw that that moniker around so easily. But I think there's a lot to analyze with it and just how it's celebrated and what it's looked at. Like, um, remember Juneteenth this year? Yeah. And a couple of companies wanting to obviously make money because companies are here to do that. But they wanted to create Juneteenth stuff. And then there's the entire uproar of that. How did you feel about that? Did you? I'm assuming you didn't really give a damn. Care. (laughs) Yeah, no, like... So when I saw it, when I saw that, mm-hmm. I was like, "Are they trying to appropriate our culture?" <laughs> because well, this is the this is the thing though. It's like remember when we talked we talked about black culture before. I think a po- this is like a podcast or two ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, eventually, I think it needs to go to the point where it just needs to be dubbed American history. Yeah, you did because yeah, you, yeah, you said it, that like, yeah, it needs to be dubbed American. And you know, if you want the moniker American Black History. Regardless of it, it's all American history. Like, since day one interaction to, you know, said XYZ terrible atrocities to bring us all the way here, like, all of that's still American history. Like, we all live in America. Mm-hmm. All of it's our history. Like, Black history doesn't only belong to Black people. And neither does the other side of the history. Like, it's not only you guys. Like taking chunks out like we don't ever interact or there's no interaction is just so weird so you know i think obviously there's origin like you can talk about specific cultures of it that have nothing to do with other places so specific cultures in africa for sure Mm. but you know to to sit there and try and say like xyz is an american history like no all these things that black people did made a huge impact in american culture all the things that the Chinese did, all the things that the Japanese did, every single culture is blended in. Like, that's the entire thing of having a melting pot. And then suddenly, like, to fight <laughs> against this idea that we're not a melting pot, even, you know, even if it seems like we're so separated, I mean, we're still neighbors. You know, there's still other people that probably don't look like you across the street, or maybe they do. But maybe in your area, I'm sure you don't have everyone looking like you. Do you think uh, if white people say, or if any other race calls something black privilege, do you think that's racist in itself? No. How's that racist? Everyone has I, privilege. Have you? I never heard of Japanese privilege or or a, not Japanese, Asian because privilege. Because the thing or, is, they don't concern themselves with things like that yeah. because that shit don't matter. <laughs> it's the like a lot of the shit we talk about just don't matter. <laughs> It really does. When people right. just love having, like, I'm, I'm all for having conversations and just and fun, things of that nature. But like, 
at the end of the day, whether someone says you have privilege or not, it really, you need to work to see what you can do with the cards you were dealt. Maybe your cards dealt where your chromosomes lined up perfectly. All right, use that privilege to get somewhere in your life, like that dude did with a modeling career. I'm not mad at him. That's just how things are. People like to look at pretty things. There isn't anyone who's like, yeah, I love looking at ugly shit in the world. Like, <laughs> like no, that's just oh, that's not how we're built. They call it abstract. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, that's such a jab at artists. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, that probably my bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Damn. So, for <laughs> just for damn, I really said that. Damn, I like, you really did. I really, it just rolled off the top. Yeah, like, you just, didn't even yeah. give it another thought. Yeah. Uh, it's, anyway, so uh, Black Worm in the chat, he said, "Here's some privileges I recognize as a black man. We validate mm-hmm. everyone but our, ourselves. I rarely fear being mugged. I know that I have the mysterious aura that other people fear. They're whack privileges, and but they're exploitable privileges yeah, yeah. all the same." Just so let me thing. expand on that. So view it. I always think of things um, just to make things simpler coming from me being a gamer since pretty much like age zero. I always think of it like a stat sheet, right? Think of it like D&D turns where you have all these stats and all these weird feats that you have, right? You didn't choose them. It's just this is kind of the, the construct that we have. So as black people, like in the stat sheet, for example, rarely fear being mugged, right? So mm-hmm. you could add something like a plus two to like not being feared or being scared or things like that, right? Um, inherently, just in general, we are feared to be just stronger, at least physically, um, and also more aggressive in general, which can be could be a privilege in some lights, or in other lights could be a negative in some lights. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, being taller or being stronger than your adversaries is pretty much always a positive. Um, I don't know if there's a time in history where just being stronger than someone else is a bad thing, just in general. Um, obviously, it can come into negativities. Let's say police interactions, you might roll uh, pretty low with that because they might be scared of you. <laughs> or yeah. it could be they're scared of you so they don't mess with you. It can go either way with it. It always depends on you know that situation. Um, sometimes being fetishized, um, black males slash black people in general, um, depending on how you look at it, that can be a pro or a con. Depends on where you are in the world, what you're trying to do, things like that. Um, you know, some cultures really, really fetishize us, and some cultures really just love our culture in general. Um, Japanese people in particular, they love black culture. Um, they love rap. I've they love that, just yeah. a lot of things in general, entertainment-wise. So you can use that to your advantage, especially if you travel and things like that. Like, you bring that positivity over to it, right? Um, being trendsetters. Um, black people as a culture generally are the ones that set trends, fashion, design, entertainment, things of that nature. That can be a huge positive. You roll, let's say, a plus two in entertainment. A plus two that on your first interaction with randoms, they generally think you're a pretty cool dude. That is a huge bonus to anything in life. Like people generally thinking you're a pretty chill or okay dude. Or opposite wise, they could think you're a pretty aggressive dude because you're stronger than most people. Like you never really know, right? (laughs) But it's better than someone perceiving you negatively or someone perceiving you as meh. That's when things generally get dangerous. I've seen. So, you know, it, it really depends. I've seen uh, both sides of that, like being black. Mm-hmm. Like when in Richmond and I'll be around VCU, mm-hmm. people. Now, I look like, I'm stereotyping against myself, but I look like I would belong at VCU, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to use that as my advantage to interact with people. But then mm-hmm. a lot of the people there were like, they didn't see glasses, they didn't see. Uh, 
how articulate I may be, they just saw a black guy. Mm-hmm. So then it was like that. I felt like at times that was used against me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's always I always found out that was interesting that black people like me. People will look at me and you, right? They see the glasses, they see how we talk, or they hear how we talk. They're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, they probably in college somewhere." But people outside of the black community will be like, "Oh." He's black. He he's probably a thug. He's probably mm-hmm. or whatever. So yeah, I mean, it, it I guess depends. it works both ways. It's two way street. Yeah, it always is. Um, the the next thing I always relate to people is like obviously like any sort of olden fantasy or things like that. A general rule of notion is that doors and elves don't like each other. It's just crap that's happened in the past. Generally, dragons live alone. They're isolated. It's literally the same when you think about like in game context, the real world context. It's legit the same. There might be a melting pot of, let's say, another dwarf seeing another dwarf. They're already chill because they're both dwarves. Mm-hmm. A black guy sees another black guy. They're probably chill as long as they don't look at each other a weird way, a strange oh, way, or something like that. Show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, all that stuff's fucking stupid, in my opinion. Like, I can't look at another person without someone being aggressive or hostile in some areas. But in, in general, in most places, like, we don't really mess with each other like that. Like, you know outside of you know the things i just said like that saying though those can be huge positives especially when you're talking about like assimilating into groups like you know there's always a lot of comedians back in the 90s 80s probably even still to this day that always says things like yeah you should bring around like a white friend or a white guy to do xyz you know in general you know it's kind of like a funny jab of being like oh like haha we get treated differently mm-hmm. but why wouldn't you diversify your skill pool or your talent set so that you can get what you want a bit easier in life. Like have a wide variety of friends who can do things. Don't have friends who are all IT. And then when something I done like not IT happens, you're just screwed in life. You're like, ah oh, crap, my plumbing's out. I don't know any plumbers. Or ah oh, crap, like something happens to my roof. I don't know anyone with that. Or ah yeah. oh, crap, I don't know anyone. Like it's the exact same thing in every single facet of life that we just go with. We just roll with it. But the moment we talk about racial interactions, oh, no, 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 we can't have this. This can't be happening. Oh, no. Like, so I, I just find all of it wild. It's, it's very fascinating to just to see, just to witness. Yeah, I'm, I'm also curious as to, uh, we have about four viewers. And, <laughs> I mean, if anybody else in the, uh, in the chat. Don't, don't call them out. No, I just, I mean, I, I would like them to... Uh, <laughs> to describe their experiences of black privilege so don't be scared come on come on talk to us but no, i'm pretty sure people that, just walked up and talked to you just because you're black i can guarantee I, that happens or the premise of he's black so he's got a big dick that premise has worked positively for almost any black dude i have ever talked to in any sort of growing up in the club scene early 20s late teens like come on man like, sexual prowess this is the fetishizing part i'm talking about like you yeah, roll like did, a I've plus two that. in any sort of like charm or sexual encounters. And I've that's just that, natural. Uh, You're born that way. You just have that. I think I was streaming. This was months ago. I was streaming um, this game called Football Manager Soccer. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess at the time I was streaming it, it was it was in the morning here, but it must have been like in the evening over in Europe. So mm-hmm. this Turkish, I'm, I'm assuming he was Turkish. He came in the chat and he mm-hmm. was speaking trying to speak English the best way it could. And he randomly said, oh my God, my country love black people. And there we go. And it was, the, it was kind of awkward. Cause I don't know how to 
response yeah especially if you're not used to that like for me because the way i stream before i would usually stream at night so i would get a lot of people from the east just the east in general who would tune into my stream and who knows why like you never know as a streamer really why people are watching you they're just there right but a portion of it can just be what you said hey they like black people yeah here i am (laughs) you see a black person on camera yeah and how many black people on camera are streaming at that time and soccer and what's funny because uh I was on stream maybe a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. a few days ago, and I was just looking to see who was doing what, and I mm-hmm. saw another black guy streaming the same game, and I automatically, like, you know how it lines Automatically honed into it. Yeah, you see mm-hmm. it, like, lined up, and everybody's playing this game, but I saw him. I was like, oh, he's black, I'm black. Let me go to his and see what he's yeah. doing. And show support, so, because yeah. once again, most humans in general, tribalism will kick in. It's not a terrible or bad thing. It's just what we do. We gravitate to people who look like us. That's just how it is, unless a very unfortunate event has occurred. So, like, let's say you lived in the hood and you got picked on all the time by specific hood-looking people, then you probably won't gravitate to hood-looking people. But, like, that event has to consistently occur. I feel, I feel occur. like you're speaking on my life just now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like those things have obviously mental mental traumas and things like that obviously throw things, you know, in, in different areas all the time. But just in general, that's how things are. People will gravitate to people who look like them. You see mm. it in every single culture. It's not something it's not some phenomenon. Like, no, this just this is what happens. Have you uh what have you experienced personally as far as black privilege? Um pretty much any sort of sexual encounter was just deemed more positive in, in a much more positive light than any other encounters that said person had. Just straight yeah. out the gate. Just, just anything that, of that nature. He was a monster. That was the- yeah, <laughs> apparently. And who who knows? I don't, <laughs> and you were really chuckling yourself out, aren't you? Yeah, so like there's, there's been privilege there. There's been privilege when I had dreads, actually. Crazy enough, because most of the times you hear, you know, People with dreads generally hardest time to find jobs, negative in, mm-hmm. in professional things, things like that, which is true. Um, but in general, like with regular social interactions, it generally will bring more people towards you. You know, as long as you like smile, like no one's good as anyone who's like mean mugging and looking angry all the time. But as long as you smile and you know, you actually exuberate like a positive demeanor, people are very interested in black hair black culture black anything like that's the entire thing of like don't touch my hair like in the black community and you know people generally see that as a negative light but you can have so many interactions with people teach talk to befriend anything like that based off of your hair like Mm -hmm. think about that in the opposite context right who the fuck is looking at a white dude and being like oh his hair looks so cool his hair is so unique (laughs) who says that in that context but in respect I've never to heard black it. culture, I'm not, not yeah, I've never heard it. it. I've never seen. No, most of the time we're just like, oh, they spiked their hair. Yeah, they put <laughs> like, is it moose? Like that's kind like, of it. Yeah, they use moose and just all right, like old school boy bands, old school like in sync and things like that. Right? What what they color spike their hair? What that's about it, right? Mm-hmm. But when you talk about things like let's say black hair, there's a wild difference of how people rock their hairstyles. A wild difference. And people are interested in that sort of thing. It, it falls back on the entertainment side. Like people in general just seem to be more interested in what you have to say than other people. Yeah, I can agree. Yeah. It's just something I've noticed. And you know, conversations and things of that nature get you very far on this planet. I've always thought that you had uh 
more experience, like with black privilege, because you interact with more people. I think I would have, maybe. Yeah, I'd say early in life I did. I don't. I, I keep people at arm's length now much more than I ever did before. Before I would interact with pretty much anyone. I'm not saying I wouldn't interact with people now, but I'm just more so a homebody in my house, just just trying to like navigate, plan, look at the future, things like that. But I've interacted with just a wide variety of people, whether even from this country or not. It's 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 pretty fascinating just to see like one. When you look at things online and you're like, man, this world is like terrible or all these horrible things are happening. Like I'd always challenge people, just go outside and go down your street, depending on where you live. Like here in some hoods, I get it. But in general, go down your street and just talk to actual people in real life. And they're not like that. That's kind of even outside of the hood. That's kind of dangerous. Like, yeah, I mean, to a degree. Yeah, I know it's a lady in my apartment complex. This is an old lady, old uh, little old white lady. She be walking her little Yorkie around, and if whenever she see me, she just drops everything to talk to me, and I'm kind of mm-hmm. apprehensive. But uh, as the conversation well, goes, why? Yeah, I just I don't know. Maybe I'm paranoid. I, I'm I think that's the, that's, that's the programming. This is what I talk about. Like all the stuff you see online, like you would think everything is burning. Like everyone's out to get you. Shootings are everywhere. Everyone's dying. Don't mm. talk to anyone. Don't trust strangers. Oh yeah, but call up your Uber, even though you don't know nothing about them and ride in their own car. <laughs> but have people deliver the food that you put in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's always been in the back of my mind. Like, yeah, like I've seen, it's ridiculous. I've seen stuff just horrible stuff yeah yeah we, we've all seen it. yeah so like yeah they they have it brainwashed to make you believe like you can't trust anyone i mean that's how in a sense big governments slash like totalitarian systems work is they claim you can't trust anyone but them but that little lady with the yorkie probably is one of the most trustworthy people on that block yeah it's probably. actually and actually when in the, um it's been a few times we crossed paths and we interacted with each other and mm-hmm. it was just simple she's actually not that bad she's she talks a lot yeah, but outside of that, I mean, it's not that bad. I'll just sit, sit there and smile. Like, <laughs> is she right. an older lady? Yeah, she's probably like 60s, 70s. Maybe those are my 80s. favorite people when I was younger to talk to because think of it like this, right? Let, let's assume she's 80 for simple math, right? You're in your mid 30s, she's lived through your life twice over and then some. Mm-hmm. Twice over everything you've experienced, learned, talked about, seen. She's already done it. She has all of that knowledge, mm-hmm. all of that wisdom, all of that vision that you will never have in your life because you weren't there. Mm-hmm. That's such an abundance of resources that all you'd have to do is sit there and listen. And you could learn so much and also teach so much because there is 35 years of unique experience that you have that she possibly has no idea about. Also, I think... Oh, I was apprehensive because, you know, of all the uh, the news that's coming out when black people are being like the guy who got killed because he was just jogging. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, um, what's his name? I forget Jeez. his name. I mean, I think it was Amon Arbery. I think that was that case. Yeah. So it's like when I I don't feel as if any quote unquote black privilege kicks in. And I'm I'm probably just being stereotypical, but when kicking kicking when you're like in the south, like I'm in Louisiana. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, as south as you can get, right? Like, so, 
the general perception of the South is like everybody, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, everybody's racist. And I just feel like mm-hmm. being black doesn't necessarily benefit me in a red state. <laughs> you know you what I'm saying? Know? So I'm kind of, I'll be apprehensive. I could be just ignorant to the whole thing. And I mean, if that's the case, then, then I would like to be educated somehow. But I mean, I just feel like it's just... So I'm, I'm I'm more apprehensive here because I'm black, and I feel mm-hmm. like I, my black privilege doesn't work as well <laughs> down here as it would if I was, I don't know, in New York maybe. I don't know, just being stereotypical about regions. Mm-hmm. But like if I was in but- Harlem, I'm pretty sure. I'll be good, right? But like generally speaking, or stereotypically speaking, but in Louisiana, I don't think so. But mm. I could be wrong. The first thing I'd say is, have you actually gone out to talk to people? No, I, I didn't think so. <laughs> so that that that's the very first thing of it. It's just, yeah, you can feel that way, and I'm sure you feel that way just based on a lot of the events that happen around you. But if you actually research how the event occurred, you'd probably be like, well, why the fuck did they do that? <laughs> like, yeah. that makes no sense. Like, I would never think to do X, Y, Z. And then obviously there's always like, you know, the weird freak incidents where it's like, yeah, there's probably nothing you could do. Um, the weird, I can't remember the police officer who did it, but he investigated this, um, I think they might have been husband and wife or at least just dating or living together, this person's house. And he like walked into their backyard, saw them through their back window, like, told them to freeze and shot them through their back window. And I was like, when was this? Who does this? I'll find the story to send it to you. I was just like, who? There was nothing you can do in that situation. Just imagine you're sitting there looking out your back window washing dishes, because that's like how my setup is. Mm. And then the cop shows up. You don't even know it's a cop because it's dark out. So, you know, obviously seeing from inside to outside, you're just like, I see a figure. And then you hear like a muffled freeze. You're like, what? (laughs) And then bullets come through. I'm like, this is the most ridiculous shit. So, like, you know, at one point, I think people were trying to claim race and things like that. It's like, I doubt this dude could even see the color of whoever was through that window. Right. He saw a figure and probably was like, bat, bat, bat. So, like, you know, when you're thinking about isolated cases like that, okay, sure, it could happen. But it's just the probability of that happening to you. It's just, for do you even have, first of all, you don't even live on the first floor. So oh, they would yeah, have me to personally know. Like, yeah, they, you have yeah, to like, put some for effort. Yeah, to get so to, like, yeah. there's just so many situations. There are just so many small things that play, in fact, to like the larger situation that have a huge amount of like chance over when these things are going to occur. And most of the time, you'll just never know. So most of the time, you just won't put yourself in that situation. Like, that's just one of the easiest things. Yeah. Things like, do you walk outside in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. by yourself without paying attention to your surroundings and protecting yourself at all times? No. Well, just don't so, walk outside doing risky behavior wait, stuff wait, like wait. that. Hold on for a second. So let's say mm-hmm. me being black, I go outside, right? It's 2 o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning. I'm, on all, I'm in all black, like <laughs> black hoodie, black sweats, black Why? Air Forces. Wait, yeah, wait, I'm going to let you finish. Wait. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... A cop pulls up, right? Matter of fact, no, I got a better story. Remember when we was waiting, what, years ago? We was waiting for the PS3 or PS4. In front of Target, it was me, you, 
Julius. No, I don't think he was there. It was me and Julius. But long story short, was we was mm-hmm. uh, waiting for one of the PS PlayStations to come out, right? Mm-hmm. So I decided to go to Denny's by the Target. So I'm walking mm-hmm. to Denny's. I'm in all black, not even thinking what the time is, where I am. I mean, I'm thinking it's Chesterfield, so I'm good, right? But then that kind of probably worked against me because it's Chesterfield. So, <laughs> so I'm going to the Denny's, and um, a cop pulls up. They swerve in front of me. They're like, don't move, blah, 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 blah. And I'm kind of like, whoa, what's going on? And I, me kind of being ignorant to what's happening, I put my hands in my pockets. And so the gra- the, one of the cops grabbed the gun. It was like, no, catch it. No, don't, don't move. Said whatever what he was saying, right? So then, <laughs> I'm sorry, Alex. I'm sorry I'm disappointing you with the story. So, <laughs> so they said I fit the description. Long story short, they said I fit the description because somebody had tried to rob an ATM machine at the bank last further, like a couple of blocks up. Mm-hmm. And I fit the description. Okay. I'm pretty sure that I did not look anything like the guy who tried to rob the ATM machine. Mm-hmm. But because I was black and because I had a black hoodie mm-hmm. and I probably had some black pants mm-hmm. <laughs> and I probably had on some black shoes <laughs> mm-hmm. that I got stereotyped and that black privilege went out of the window <clears throat> because I fit I... the description. Now... To to roll into <laughs> what you're can, can I respond back to this? I feel like I feel like what you're about to say is first of all, why are you wearing all black? <laughs> why are you decide to wander around an empty parking lot at one o'clock in the morning? I feel like as you're telling this story, you're like, damn, I would have pulled me too. <laughs> no, I w- no, no, well. No. And huh? Yes. No. Yeah. You. You look like you're like. Yeah. I really made a lot of mistakes. No. In this no. situation, I would have gave myself a second look from the outside looking in. I'm like, who is that? Wait a minute. Let's, let's look at him for a second. And then I. So you like, would you would have been like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> did, like, did, did you rob the ATM machine? Did you? The rob, yeah. Is is that how you got police? <laughs> like like all right. First of all, let, let's be honest with this, right? So you're wearing all black, right? Mm-hmm. Were you wearing the hoodie? Most definitely. I'm, I'm Were sure you wearing the hat too? I don't think so. Was your hoodie up? More than likely. It Probably. Was kind of, it was cold outside. It was November. Were your hands in your pocket? Of, yeah, of course. Always. Oh, yeah. So how do you even know that they saw that you were black? <laughs> because they shined a light in my face. They had no idea <laughs> no, you were they, black. They were in the car. With. Listen, they were in the car. And that's that light that's on the side. Mm-hmm. They shined it on me as they're like going like eighty sure. miles an hour towards I, me. I'm, I'm gonna give they... you the benefit of the doubt too with the Dante, <laughs> just because I'm gonna show you how ridiculous this entire situation is. Right? All right. Let's assume they knew you were black. They just know, right? right? right. Just right off the right. bat. This is the look. Yep, he's a Negro. Can, can you tell me how um how most people probably dress at that time if they're doing some devious shit, Dante? What what oh, color black. do they generally wear? <laughs> black. Black. Don't, don't they try to cover up their face? I don't you know. You said things like I don't hoodies, know. It was it was hats, in November, so it was cold. No, Dante, Dante. I'm just saying, it doesn't matter. <laughs> don't they still try and cover up their face? Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you don't want to get seen by like a camera, right? Yeah. 
it's not like you probably were walking straight up with a decent posture, right? You probably hunched over. Your face was probably down. You probably had some type of step on you, right? Because I know how you walk back then. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. So so you already got three strikes against you already, right? Tell me, what time was it? It was, it was pretty... It was kind of like a time where, where most humans probably ain't outside, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know the hour where if you're outside, you're probably doing some some shady shit. You know, probably <laughs> yeah. that that hour. All right, cool. So it's about that time too, right? And let's assume because I gave you the the the, the benefit of the doubt, the cops saw you were black. Let's give the cops the benefit of the doubt too. There definitely was a robbery that happened because they gave you that information, right? Yeah. The ATM down the street. Do you know where that ATM was? Was it no. close? Was it relative? I'm assuming you know it was, about that? It was, I'm assuming it was a big-ass parking lot. Like mm-hmm. a sharp Welcome in, Sir Game. It, it was definitely his walk. Yeah, but, but keep going, Dante. <laughs> but it, was, uh, it was definitely uh, a big shopping center parking lot. And I'm assuming mm-hmm. the bank was towards the main street. Um, whatever street Iron Bridge turns into. So, so you were near it? I guess. I was on the opposite was, end of the uh, parking lot. Yeah, for, for fact of matter, just dissect the situation. Let's say you're near it, right? Wouldn't it be reasonable to stop this person based on what we just talked about to see what the heck is going on, why they're out? And then on top of that, just to let you know, Chesterfield does have a curfew, and you are far past that curfew I did, time. I didn't know that. Like, Yeah, it's so I'm, bad. Too bad. So, just because you you're ignorant of the law does not mean it doesn't apply to you, Dante. <laughs> It does not matter, all right? So, Just because so you when, didn't know it was illegal to kill a person doesn't so, mean so, you ain't going to jail. No, so, it, it, that, that's not how it works. So let me ask you this. In that mm-hmm. scenario, when does my black privilege kick in? This has nothing to do when with privilege. My... That's all I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> when does my powers kick you, in? <laughs> you as a black, white, green, yellow, tan, orange, purple, you look suspect, all right? <laughs> You look suspect to me, and this didn't even happen. I'm not even a cop. This just sounds suspect. But but yeah, I mean, obviously it all worked out fine. They uh, yeah. they they asked me what am I doing out there. What are you I was, doing? I was like, mm-hmm. I'm at the Target. They was like, the Target. What Target? <laughs> They're like for what? That thing's closed. And I was yeah. like, no, the the PlayStation, whichever PlayStation it was, it's releasing. Mm-hmm. And me and my friends were at the Target, waiting for it to release. And they kind of just looked at me, and it felt like forever. They just stared at me. Yeah. And then somebody radioed it in. And then they were like, yeah, there are people outside the, the Target. So that, that's how they let me go. But yeah. I didn't even go get nothing to eat. I didn't even go to Denny's. I was not in the mood to eat at that he point. He was too shook. Yeah. So I just went back and I was like, yeah, I'm never coming outside with you again. I was telling Julius, I'm, like, I'm never coming out here with you again. Like, just. Maybe because you look super sus. And so, then, you know, obviously something bad happened to you. So, you know. Yeah so, so, yeah. so so black privilege does not work if you put yourself in a position Wait, your like privilege won't work? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Like, obviously, Dante. You can't just go around punching people and then just expect because they're scared of you, they can go do nothing back like, to you. Like, where's my black privilege? <laughs> but no, 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 no. So, uh, <laughs> that, that was horrible. That's not how it works. That was that's not how horrible. It works. I'm glad you told that story just because it was so ludicrous and. <laughs> Yeah, like you said, in hindsight, at first I was just confused. But in hindsight, I understood, like you, in all seriousness, I understood why it happened the way it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at the time i was like what the hell is going on because this is that was like one of my first encounters encounters yeah like be, that with police. yeah shut so like, in the world they did they draw guns do you remember no they they didn't uh but when okay. I put my, because I knew I didn't do anything, so I had my hands mm-hmm. in my pockets, or I was starting to put uh, my hands in my pockets. And then at that point, so then that's when they, they kind of like reached for it, and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. like hold up!" And yeah, so yeah, I kind of yeah. that's when I actually like understood the seriousness of it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And we always talk too. It, it starts with family and parenting. Have you ever had conversations with your parents before that time about interaction with police and law no. enforcement? Yeah, boom, there it is. Because having that conversation earlier in your years of life. Could have prevented most of that from even occurring. I just wanted some Denny's. Listen, man, I get it. You're a kid. You wanted Denny's. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but there are rules to this. Yeah. As my old boss would always tell me <laughs> when I would wage war with upper management. And there's a couple of things he always told me. It's just like, listen, not every war is, <laughs> not every battle is worth fighting. Oh, and there definitely. are rules to these things. Definitely. And me and my young age was like, no, like they're wrong. It's in the policy. This is how it needs to be. <laughs> and over time, you grow to learn just, hey, man, just, hey, just let it go. Just, you ain't here to do all that. <laughs> you here to do what they hired you for and go home. And there's rules to these things. So obviously you learned some. Yeah. So with that being said, what's the takeaway of, of Black Privilege? What can we, oh what can God. we, what can we walk away from this podcast and and say privilege is unique um the only privilege that's generally world worldwide i'd say is beauty privilege um is recognized worldwide um the entire idea of beauty is in the eye of the beholder is a complete lie um there are beauty standards that are observed worldwide in general um if that wasn't the case we wouldn't have things like miss america slash miss universe and things like that because there are just specific beauty traits that every single person appreciates um, so yeah, uh, if you're a beautiful person, if your chromosomes lined up perfectly, congratulations, you've, uh, won probably the best privilege lottery in the world. And, um, if you happen to also be born in the United States of America or a first world country, you've also rolled a pretty substantial, um, amazing prize of, you know, possibly not starving and, or, um, dying because you don't have water. So or, uh, you know, diseases that can't be treated in your country because you may not have access, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, th- there's plenty of privileges out there that people don't look at that do need to be discussed more so of just race. And that's it. That's a wonderful closing remark, Alex. Yeah. Why? Well, well, thank you. It's like I, I studied or something. Yeah, it's like you, you've been talking about this for, for decades. I'm so damn tired <laughs> of talking about this. <laughs> So it's going. It's going to happen again. I, Not with us, but in general, is it's going to be talked about. It's going to happen again. Whenever I say that, I always have you watched Yu Yu Hakusho? No, I have not. Oh my Jesus Christ! What's wrong with you, man? Uh, so anyway, though, you need to watch the show. But there's a character called Genkai, and one of the most memorable quotes it means is literally when she looks at Yusuke because he's he's like the obviously the protagonist of it, right? So he's she's been teaching and training him for a very long time. And um, at one point, Yusuke asks her a question, and she just looks back at Yusuke and goes, I'm old, Yusuke. Because <laughs> she's just so tired of everything in the world. <laughs> like, she has to hand down her power. Yeah. Um, so she's just like, I don't give a fuck who gets this. <laughs> Whoever wins this tournament <laughs> will get this power. <laughs> I love that character, because as you grow older in life, 
you can just understand her more and more and more. Because I say as a kid, you're like, but old lady, shouldn't you give it to someone who's good? Yeah, but then you worthy. go through life. Yeah, someone who's worthy. But then as you grow in age, you're like, I don't care. It's not even that important. Why are y'all making it seem this important? That's literally me with, with most of the conversations had within our sphere of our community. So it, it's very akin and similar to like, you know, the red pill having the high value man talk and like uh, just just any of that nonsense, really. But I'm sure we'll talk about it some other time and I'll be here for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed that my soundboard didn't work. I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to introduce the podcast and then it'd be like clapping in the oh, background. Yeah. I'm like, yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it, it didn't work out like that. So I'm kind of. So now I'm gonna work took on a it. Hit. I'm gonna work on yeah, huh? Your ego took a hit. Uh, slightly. <laughs> so well thank uh people who tune in Bookworm start game a lot start game a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh for tuning in. Uh oh, one other thing too about privilege I forgot about with other cultures. Um I've heard this quite often that um people would rather have babies with black people because they think mixed black babies are cute. Uh Mm-hmm. That is a thing too. Yeah, I've I'm heard, sure you've heard the same I've heard, exact. I thought that about Koreans yeah. at one point, mm-hmm. uh, like oh, Blasian. Blasians, it's a thing. I, I thought when I was like in my early twenties, I thought that oh, my teenager, teenage years, I thought that. So I'm not surprised that people actually said that about black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's our purpose showing. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely um, going to figure out the soundboard. I'm really, I'm, I'm distraught, Alex, on how the soundboard did not work. Like I plotted wow. out this whole week. <laughs> Bookworm said, "Wow, that is a thing that yeah, like it extends further than what generally that people talk about. Like you really kind of have to open your minds to like all avenues of how this privilege thing works because it's not all positives and it's not all negatives. It's a huge blend of each." But yeah, that's a thing. I mean, for someone to be like, yeah, I'd rather date this guy because he's black and my babies are going to be cute. That's a massive advantage in mating and selection. Are you kidding me? Like, that can literally like extinct an entire culture from existing. <laughs> imagine, just imagine for a second that they were like, yo, as a culture, Eastern people were like, we only want mixed black babies. <laughs> Done for white people in that category. <laughs> Done. Never will date an age, even though they generally prefer white people. But still, like, if that was the case, yeah, that'd be that. That's a wrap. It, that those type of things destroy cultures. So it has huge ramifications all across the globe. Mm-hmm. It does, and people <clears throat> only see it as ah, oh, I can't do blah blah blah. It's like no, nah, it, this is bigger than just you. Y'all gotta realize, like, you're on the planet filled with billions of people. <laughs> One dude. Floating on this random rock in space. So <laughs> I'm trying to tell people, like, I always try to understand people. Black. Yeah, like, I'm not. And sometimes people think I'm like trying to talk down. So I'm like, no, nah, like, you gotta realize how insignificant we as a people are. Like, yeah, we had this conversation about like, this. the other day. Yeah. Yeah, like, you're on one of my favorite quotes that I see usually once a year is like, you are this undescribable spirit residing in a husk of a body that you pilot on a planet that is going who knows how fast in space. Bro, why did you put it why did you say it like that? That sounds like like that. Yeah, because that's what it is. How do you explain 
like consciousness that's what, um, that we have. That, that and then like on top of that, what consciousness gets put into what body? <laughs> like we're just bodies. Like we don't. This is just who we are. We didn't describe or do this. We just grew into this, and we're here. Poof! Hi, I I now know I exist. And now you're on this rock <laughs> that also does things like, you know, rain, explode lava, <laughs> like snow. It's a random right? natural disaster. Random natural disasters, right? <laughs> on top of that, it is flying through space. But it's not just flying. It's also rotating at the same time around the star. That's And you're somewhere in there. Yeah. Oh, before I forget... Blur to our podcast on all streaming platforms, bro. <laughs> oh my god, get out of here. All right, we done with this. Yeah. I, I, I've had I'll, enough now. Because <laughs> you ventured into consciousness and, and what like what is life? No, I'm <laughs> hungry. I haven't eaten and this uses up a lot of brain power. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I would like to thank the uh the viewers for tuning in and for participating in the chat. Um for those who didn't, that's okay. You came, you listen. That's appreciated as well. So mm-hmm. um Oh, Bookworm, you said we out here replacing people. If you're not aware of it, you should look up the, the great replacement theory. That's what has um, a lot of the other folk opposite of my color apparently, you know, ranting and raving because they think they're being replaced. Which, I mean, eventually when all this mating thing happens in the next, I don't know, couple hundreds of years when every race just co-mingles with every race, who knows if there'll be a majority at that point. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna actually look that up to be honest with you. By the uh, way, replacement um, theory. Yeah, one more, mm-hmm. one more thing. Well, yeah, one more thing. I will be mm-hmm. streaming The Sims every Wednesday at twelve in the afternoon. Why are you doing that? Stop that. <laughs> oh, why are you looking? Yeah, I saw. No, it, it caught <laughs> oh, my eye. Oh, 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 why are you looking? Toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> but no. So I, I, for uh, if anybody is watching, um, I will be streaming every Wednesday at twelve p.m. Uh, the ghetto mm-hmm. sims, ghetto sim stories. Uh, t- tune in for that. <laughs> <laughs> Blur top podcast streaming on all platforms, bro. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm out. All right, thank thank y'all for whoever commented. Much appreciated. <laughs>